0: Right, okay, well, use that. It is a joy and honor to be able to welcome us, uh, dear brother, from Grace Ginger to Peter Mellisberg, who's going to be speaking uh, to us about patience this morning. I think that's something that uh, all of us need to do, but what's helpful. So let's give him a warm round of applause. Thank you. Fine. Fine. i can't help. Uh, and space, or legs and Uh Hello, Africa. How are you doing? I feel like singing the song. Uh, hello. What, uh, how are you, do, Africa? Come on, show me love. You need to echo it back to me. How do you do Africa? 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 Wow, and just the absolute fool stacking here also just on the worship that we just had. Can you just give a round of applause to our team? Well, They have the so well. I mean, it sounds like, come on. But I don't think I'm going to give anything better than what God is giving these guys. Let's postpone the preach. Let's just worship the Lord together. So I'm really, really full. So this morning I'm going to talk to you about what has been titled Gospel Patience. And um, so there was a little bit of a process of going through who was going to preach on this particular text, uh, James chapter 5, from verse 7 to 11. And after a very short discussion, uh, my brother said, we, we know a guy who's really been afflicted more than all of us. together." <laughs> <laughs> I, I really think Nietzsche uh, speaks, I think the abundance of suffering is one, thing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so that's how I was chosen to, to speak on this topic. And uh, yet I have been looking at some of the themes, the way that I have kind of pulled them through in what has been happening up to so far. And I, if in our mind, there's a theme, I think, of hope. Okay. There is a theme of future, as Bowles was talking, uh, starting up, uh, giving us that acronym TIA, this is Africa, and then turned around and said to us, it hasn't always been this way, and it will not always be this way. There was a sign of a reorientation of our hearts towards the future that God has for us. And as Gareth was preaching, he was talking about gospel hope. Again, saying that gospel brings hope to the oppressed. And gospel has got ethical imperatives on us. We don't just receive salvation, grace, and mercy from God, but it affects all of our um, lives. And yet, at the same time, we must have uh, a sense of over-realized eschatology where we think everything is going to be sorted out now. Yeah. Somehow we need to anchor our hearts into not only the near future but the ultimate future. And that is what I think James does in chapter 5, verse 7 to 11. We'll just read it briefly and uh, unpack it. read the spoilers, I want to ask you to pay attention to some, to some key words that we are going to read. I hope you will take them up, but we will unpack them in a moment. There's some key words in a few verses that James keeps repeating for us, I think, by way of emphasis. Amen. He says, be patient. Therefore, brothers and sisters, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruits of the path. Be patient about it until it receives the belly and the victory. You also be patient. Establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord is at hand. Do not fall against one another, brothers, so that you may not be just. Behold, the judge standing at the door. As an example of suffering, patience, brothers. Take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. Behold, you consider those blessed who remains steadfast. You have heard of the steadfastness of Job, and you have seen the purpose of the Lord, how the Lord is compassionate, but it matters. This is the word of God. And Lord, and call calling you that the book. Open our hearts. We pray that you would establish our hearts and pray that you would work in our hearts by grace and give us patience, cost privilege. We pray that we would have our minds framed by the truth that our hearts and in to you. Yes, Lord. So that we may be faithful. In Jesus' name, we pray, Amen. Amen. In talking about the themes of future and orientation to the future, I left out the youth uh, leaders, and uh, I really felt particularly, I think, Simon kind of summarized all of their hearts together with the powerful statement that he made, I really felt it massaging my heart and, and encouraging me. He says, we need to invest in the young people because they will go to places that you and I will never go. For. Yes. I had been trained to get changed. would How? Yes. Think about what God and speak to us and orient us to the future yet at the same time get us to not um, lose our eyes from focusing on the now, on the ball. We're playing the ball, but we've got a future orientation. So I want to unpack this passage for us under two headings. Number one, we'll just look at gospel patience, And then secondly, we would look at examples that God has for us of patience, but first by way of introduction. This book of James, I, at first glance as you go through it, it looks like James is just throwing unrelated statements, <laughs> words of wisdom, and you're trying to, to look around saying, What are you saying? What is your central theme here? What is going on, James? Until you realize that it is, there's a particular genre that he's speaking with, and it's called the genre of wisdom. Very much the book of Proverbs and Annas in the Old Testament. It's different from other genres that you find in the Bible, whether it's prose, poetry, dramatic history, apocalyptic, and things like that. So he's giving us words of wisdom. And what, is, what is his big idea in this book, of James? Big idea. And I summarize it as James says, true faith. And the real hearing yes. leads to worship with your whole life. True faith, real hearing leads to worship with the entirety of your life. And that is his definition wisdom. This one, wisdom is. Didn't Jesus Christ put it that way in Matthew chapter 7? He says a wise man is the one who hears my words and he does it. He's like a man who builds his house on a rock. And then he says and the rain fell, floods came, and the winds blew, and they beat against this house. But this house stood because it was built and founded on. Right. Amen. That, brothers and sisters, is the definition of wisdom. Mm-hmm. We need to hear what God is saying to us. And yes, we need to overhear what God is saying to others mm-hmm. for our instruction. And we need to heed God's words so that we would be seen to be people who are wise in the fact that our lives are not destroyed, our house is not destroyed. Uh, what, when you look at the text from Jesus in Matthew 7, he, he's basically saying, it's almost a promise, that rains will fall, floods will come. Yes winds will blood, it's upon us. Yes. And they will beat against your house. The question is how are you building your life? And what is going to be the outcome? Is your house going to stand? Or is your house going to fall on personal? A foolish man will build on sand, 70 ground. And when these things happened, they destroyed your life. My wife likes to say that that's either you are going through trouble right now, or trouble is about to come to you, or you have just been through trouble. Now. So, this is the promise of Jesus in this, in this world. You will have a but take heart, I had overcome. Amen. War. So in this word of gospel patience, I think it's a word that all of us need to hear. This brings me to our first one, gospel patience. I want us to look first of all at the this, at this structure. Yes, sir. I think when you look at, at what James is writing, if you don't pay attention to the way that he is writing, you will miss what he wants you to hear you will go too quickly this is so good and so I see here that he really repeats three concepts, three things that he's playing around with and he keeps repeating these three concepts, number one it's an exhortation and, and he repeats these things first of all in verse 7 and then these three things and then you see them again in verse eight and nine. And then you see the same pattern deity in and ten and in heaven. Firstly he gives an exhortation, be patient. Then, with an instruction and exhortation, he say to us in the on the fact that you are going to meet with difficulties in this world. I want you to be patient then what he does is he gives you a controlling paradigm. What mindset do you need to have in order for you to obey imperative? And really, the paradigm is parousia, it's the coming of the Lord. He says, Be patient, brothers, in view of the coming of the Lord. And we need to embrace that mindset, live our lives and somebody says we need to live up one of the fathers says we need to live our lives is that right latin in the face of god as it were there but not only in the face of god but also realizing that we are going to be ultimately in the presence of god and the third thing that he does is he gives us a promise of reward, or he gives us a threat of punishment. Mm-hmm. In verse 7, he says, look at, at the farmer, he says, the farmer is patient, plants and works hard, and that he's looking forward to the bumper harvest. Mm-hmm. After the alien, the rains have come. It's a promise. He says, be patient. In view of the coming of the Lord, and he says, I give you a promise. Ultimately, God is going to reward you. And then in verse eight and nine he does the same thing. Refresh my mind. He starts off, he says, You also be patient. So that's the exhortation. That's encouragement again, is circling back to this concept, this this issue of patience. And then, secondly, it kind of qualifies it this time around. He says, Be patient. And he says, Establish your house. That's a repetition. And then he says, For the coming of the Lord is at hand. The reason why you need to be patient because Christ means come, the, the controlling mind. From this time around, instead of a promise, he gives a threat. Do not gamble against one another, brothers, so that you may not be judged. Yehovah the judge is standing at the door. And then he comes to verse 10 and 11, the same pattern. At this time, he gives us an example. He says, "As an example of suffering and patience. Brothers, take the prophets in verse 11, he says, consider Job. We said the two categories of people that we need to do Again, it's an, it's an imperative. And then he says, look at these guys. Look at their patience. And then Paranormal says, they spoke in the name of the Lord. Which so means, say, that was the reference. That's how they saw, they spoke on God's behalf. And then Jesus promises, behold, we consider them blessed, who remained steadfast. And you've heard of the steadfastness of Job, and you have seen the purpose of the Lord, how the Lord is compassionate, bent, and merciful. And this brings us to his Definitions and his use of words. You will see that earlier on he uses the word patience, and now he turns around and he uses the words debt. There's two kinds of patience. One kind of patience is a passive kind of patience, and the second kind is the active kind of patience. It's very clear in the original language, English. Using all sorts of words, patience, perseverance, and duolian steadfastness, but in the text is very consistent. The passive kind of patience in Greek for Greek scholars is macrothumia, and that kind of passive patience is the patience that we exercise towards people, mm-hmm. and this is what is going on in the immediate context. Remember that is. As Gareth said, and I agree with him, that the rich guys were actually unbelievers, who were persecuting and oppressing the people of God, dispossessing them of their property because they have given their lives to the Lord. And he says, these people are against you and they are oppressing you and it is people who are doing this thing to you. And he says to them, fast eat keep that it's a possible and it, it, it's a it, it's, when, it's when you handle pain, grief, suffering, disappointment without inner collapse. Mm-hmm. So this stand strong. Ring just this morning said, define patience as harmonize yourself with God's rhythm, his will, and his sovereign. In the middle of provocation that comes from people, people can provoke and taunt you and discourage you, and to the extent that if you are not careful, you will collapse and you will give up and you will walk away. And instead of a promise of future blessing, there will be a threat to him over the Lord of judgment. And so we need to get that comes, that affinity that gives us, that, that, that puts us in good company. Uh, because Jesus Christ speaking to me, his people, he is says to them uh, that they must, um, blessed is a man who is vile. Persecuted and what? He uses three words by, uh, by people. And then he says, and when they do this thing, that they speak all kinds, listen to not, they utter all kinds of evil against you, false evil, on my account. And he says, rejoice and be exceedingly glad. For your reward is great in heaven. And then he says, for so they persecuted the prophets and we'll come to that in a moment. Need the ability to stay strong in the midst of provocation and sometimes it is unjust provocation. And it is meant to derail you. And James says you need to the first I chapter when I say first mate, they say, Lady Natchez, who was uh, really struggling. Her husband was very ill. In fact, eventually the husband died. And she kept speaking to the doctors and what is the prognosis and what is going on. And the doctor, you know, some, some doctors are very good at explaining it to you this is happening, this is what you can expect. And some are very really short. So you wouldn't understand it anyway, so... <laughs> Fast <laughs> and he kept saying "first date, first date, first date," and she was irritated. But, and James is saying to us, "first date, yeah. be patient." The active kind of patience is what English would translate as stand in That is really. Courage added to patience. Yeah. Sometimes you need more than just saying, "Lord, I'm not gonna collapse yeah. in the inside. but I'm going to continue pulling the weight despite persecution yeah. and difficult circumstances." Okay. Okay. This one is a more okay. aggressive kind of patience where you are saying I'm going to remain joyful mm. in the midst of provocation, not from people but from circumstances generally. I'm going to continue loving. Yeah. Even though the circumstances are hard, I will continue to be peaceful mm. and kind mm. in the midst of unfavourable mm. situation. I say that this is wise limit. and William Buck, says, uh, the following that that kind of person. He says, a person with this quantity knows how to forgive when strict justice gives him a path applied to condemnation. He knows how to make allowances where not to stand upon his right. And how to temper justice with mercy. So, sure. and I need to then to increase our bender. Mm. then to be wise, Said. then to make sure that we don't allow other people or circumstances to derail us from our thoughts. Remember Nehemiah, mm. when he was busy building the walls of Jerusalem mm-hmm. and Tobiah kept taunting him. He says, even when an, even a bird comes and allies on that wall, it's going to collapse. <laughs> and this guy is not yep. And he says, we are going to attack and fight him. And if you want to, um, to the fighting, he says, You need to come to the negotiation table and talk to us. And not I I don't have time, man. <laughs> I'm busy building. Mm. Yeah. I'm not going to allow your towns and all of the states to destruct me. You may insult me and say all manner of things. That's good. I'm about a business, which is an important business. I'm building the walls of Jerusalem. Yeah. All right. And I am took to no, you. I'm not going the hard side. I'm going to keep That's what we need, huh. but to give thanks, that mm. a faithful life. Mm. Secondly, very shortly, what James does for us is that he gives us examples. He gives us two categories of examples. And prophets and Job. But before we look at those examples, I want us to see that patience is a gift, but it's also a responsibility. Patience is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. That's not how the Holy Spirit you expresses Himself through Not something that you do, it is God expressing Himself and His to through but it's also a responsibility. Too. Remember what Paul says in Philippians chapter 2, verse 11? He says, You must work out your salvation with trembling and fear. And why do God? That's an imperative. that's an instruction. You do it. You work out your salvation. And you do it with trembling and fear. And then he gives us a promise and says, why should you do that? Because it is God. Who works me, both to will and to do what is pleasing. In his son. Don't solve the tension. Don't say, should I work out my salvation with trembling and fear? Or is God working powerfully in me? And I need to just meet and say, do it, Lord. No doctrine. Maintain the tension. You need to say, "God, I will work out my salvation with fear and trembling as if it depends on me. And I'm doing it that way because I know Mm. that the very fact that I'm willing to do this comes from And even the follow through comes of you, it is a gift that comes from you. And James very skillfully uses these two words, the active kind of patience and the passive patience, and he gives two examples. The prophets are an example for us of passive patience, the kind of patience that you exercise when people are attacking the prophets had to, had to put up with kings who did not like what the prophets had to say. Because the kings were ruling on God's behalf. But the prophets were like covenant prosecutors who were speaking to kings primarily on God's behalf, interpreting the word of God and saying, you are not building according to the will of God. And as they prosecuted and spoke powerfully to the kings, the kings fought back. You yeah. remember the story of Elijah? Yeah. And then um, Ahab and Jezebel. He got Elijah, man. And he says to God, you take my life, untie it. And yet in the end, he did not collapse, but maintained this is coin. The example of um, the active kind of patience, which is standards. (laughs) Panaside is modeled for us by Joe. With him it wasn't people, (laughs) even (laughs) though he had lost his friends. The friends are not the source of this trouble. In a sense, he would say God was the source of his problem, and we know that it was actually Satan who was the source of his problem. He came to God and says, "Have you considered my sin and job?" He says he walks uprightly, and he's he's a, a wonderful God. And Satan says, "Well, some we built a a cage around, he says, in effect, have to say to God, you are." Rying in this guy, faithful. I want him to be faithful to you. He was having health, wealth, and sustenance, like Joel does. So says, This is not genuine. And this is just in this start for a moment. He's gone, Can I see And God says, Go ahead, but don't touch his body. And the devil destroys his wealth in the homes. And uh, then he comes back and God says to him, do you consider our children how he has walked up like And the Benjamin says to, to God, well, he's not wealthy, but he's healthy. Oh, praise Man. At hell. And God says, he may touch his health, but don't touch his life. In that moment, was uh, covered. When he was brought to the drink, alls rage and faithfulness with God, in and in fact, his wife did with his last daughter. As you are speaking English, and you to faithful in the list. Give me plenty. That seemingly had absolutely no reason. And why on earth are these things happening to mm-hmm. Joseph? But he remained sinful to the fans. One time conclude with this. In the many of us, as I said, earlier, either you just going mm-hmm. oh, to trouble, or we are going to trouble, or trouble is about he heeds. And I want to encourage you to heat, James, this exhortation, and conceive the grace of God. Do you know what? What makes this kind of patience? austro patience. Mm-hmm. Not just patience. It's yes. not only because it comes from God, but because its ground and source is God himself. The last verse speaks about the compassion, the mess of God. When you go through these gardens, you must never ever allow your heart to be turned against God. You need to know God's purpose. God is a good stuff. You might be going to a thing that God is then God yes. to us. Mm. Let your heart be grounded on him. Uh, and then speak what Job spoke in the ignorance. He says, Though he spares me, yet will I trust him. We need to speak and say, He may be staying in. But he's too much. to mm. And he was masterful to us. Let's look to them. Let's see if this grace, let's. Give ourselves to the means of grace. Yes. Mm-hmm. The moment I bring to us, perhaps those amongst masters who really been through D.D. so himself mm-hmm. and can do with the praise of God. Mm-hmm. I want us to pray to one another. I want the character of us, uh, in prayers as a means of grace. And God will change. Us, we will cause him to experience the, the warmth of his embrace, his compassion, his mercy give his strength not only to not collapse to push in the midst of unfavorable circumstances despite his affair as a call uh, Benton, this stats of the him. About- so the worship scene from one after there and they was so powerful. I carried it from somebody who I know was, uh, has rent us um, and who has tested what you shared with us. And are in a, in a season where you feel like you we are voting while you are waiting for things to change. It just feels difficult. It just feels like you are stolen storm season of the mountains. Oh. Come on, let's just uh, take in, in the to us, fresh place, Lord Jesus, just want to come before me now. We are just we want to acknowledge that in many ways uh, this is so difficult and uh, we need your help. We need your strength and free it's and your empowering. And so we just want to pray. We pray that the church just pray for thousands of years. That I imagine James prayed, Jim prayed. We're going to pray come to the Come, spur of the little dog. Can I fall fresh on us? Come in mint. Come in york. Come in Can I help us? Though, like you came to a prophet in the when he was running away and looking up, getting up, yeah, in your gentleness. I have scholars to ask you Christians questions about the prophets and perhaps while we're doing in this verse. Help you just speak to him now, to where you are. And what there wasn't a new it, was, it was an invitation to she. So let me just, you know, my into silence, just, just pull her off to him, Just telling where you are where you went from him. Wait on Father, we would pray that You'd strengthen us, empower us, so us passive patience, help us to show mercy where mercy is required. Strengthen us in boldness, us now by the presence, come, to come, yes, in Jesus' name, come, yes, Amen, Amen, Amen. We have a tea break right now. I just realized that for some, you might want some more praise. Would you come on up uh, and show somebody that will be around that to just stay, stick around and, uh, and pray with you. Remember the book shop was over here if you want some great books? <laughs>